Well, we are talking about the vision of Freedom Ministries, and the vision is to live in 100% victory, 100% of the time, over 100% of the enemy. And that doesn't mean that um, I don't have any problems. <laughs> doesn't mean I don't have issues. It just means that through God, through prayer, through connecting with him, he shows me how to react, respond. He shows me what to do. He shows me when, just like Julie was talking this morning about that, that vision, the whole thing that God showed her. If I connect with him and we do, prayer is the foundation of this vision. It's, it is the foundation because we cannot live in victory without it. I didn't before. And I was saved and I was in church every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And any kind of prayer meeting they had, we, I was there. But I wasn't living in victory. So there's a difference. And it's the, it's the vision that God gave Freedom Ministries. And he gives us the anointing and the ability to do that vision when we embrace that vision. Amen? So what we talked about last week, remember the, there was a different spirit on Caleb. When Caleb said, no, we are well able. We can, we can take this land. God already gave this land to us. We can take it. And so there was the different spirit on him. And it was the spirit of the vision. The spirit that was on Moses. Because God gave Moses the vision. And then Moses gets the people. And they, the ones that embraced that vision went on into the promised land. Those who did not embrace that vision didn't. They didn't go. So you can come along, you can be in, and not embrace the vision. Amen? But we're going to embrace the vision. Because the vision is to live in 100% victory. And Pastor Angie said it better than anybody I've ever heard. What is 100% victory? What is that? Having all my prayers answered. You can't get any better. Yes. That is my promised land. To have my prayers answered. Everything that God puts in me, I see it come to pass. Every time I get in prayer and connect my spirit with him and he leads me to pray uh, intercession for Honduras, Africa, Costa Rica, China, whatever, because we have moved into the nations. Thank you, Jesus. It's not just about me anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he moves us into praying for the nations, and all of a sudden, I'm, I'm just in the prayer. My, you know, I was praying yesterday, and it come to me as studying for this, that, that we do talk a lot about prayer, and, and it does seem like we do a lot of warfare, but that's not the majority of my prayer. That's not the majority of my prayer life. The majority of my prayer life is spent in worship. Just worship, spending time with him. And then he, he takes me whenever I connect, my spirit connects with him. He takes me wherever he wants to go in prayer. And we can go to the nations in prayer. And Pastor Angie said it today, as my prayer goes, that's where I'm going. Hey, hallelujah. Hallelujah. My African skirt is too long. And so... When we, when we go into prayer, 
when we go into prayer and we're praying for, the, for a nation and we start pulling down strongholds over that nation, pulling those strongholds down over that nation, my God, it's because God wants that nation free. He wants them free. He came to set the captive free. Free, 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 100%, not partial, not a little bit of free, not just salvation, not just salvation, or what we, what we think of as salvation, not just that, what he thinks of as salvation, and his idea of salvation is 100% freedom and overtaking every single part of the enemy. That's his idea of salvation. Because I, I was praying yesterday for um, the Sunday school class, and, and my hat's off to all y'all who have babies. <laughs> I had to call Mama. <laughs> Can you please watch her? <laughs> so, but, I just, but you have to do that because you've got to go and connect with Jesus. You've got to. And, and just rocking her while she's asleep going, that, yeah, I got to go connect with Jesus. <laughs> and when I, when I was praying, and I'm praying, you know, about the vision, and God, you know, I thank you for this vision, but I, I, I need, a, we want to break forth new ground in the vision, you know, and how to, how to teach this vision. And, and he said, I, I know it was him, it just dawned on me in my spirit, I just want you to live like Jesus. <laughs> My first reaction was, God, you got to help me. I mean, to live like Jesus. Because we think that's so far out of our reach. Uh, No. No, it's not. No, it's not. He said, Jesus did it, therefore you can do it. Amen? Hallelujah. I just got to do what Jesus did. That's all. I have to do what Jesus did in order to do what Jesus did. And what did Jesus do? (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) And I can do all of those things, but before I can do all of those things, I got to go do what Jesus did. And what did he do? He separated himself. He drew himself away, and he went and prayed. He went and prayed, and he saw it in prayer. Yes, he did. Hallelujah. Hey! He saw it in prayer. He saw it in prayer. His spirit connected with his father. Because he said, I don't do anything that I don't see the father do. Well, how he see the father do something? Father's in heaven. He's, he's walking on earth. How did he see the father do something? In the spirit realm. He got out of his mind. He got out of his mind. And he connected his spirit. Because remember John 4, 24 says, if you're going to worship God, he's a spirit. And you better worship him in spirit and truth. And so my spirit has to connect with him. And I have to get out of my mind to do that. And, and it, used, it was tough for me. It was real tough to get out of my mind because my mind was big. <laughs> I was all up in my mind. And we can't do the things of the spirit in the mind. Because Romans says the mind is an enemy of God. 
It will not submit to the ways of God. It, it can't. There's no way it can. It can't she said it can't discern spiritual things. And that's true. Because the spiritual things seem strange to the natural mind. So I got to get, somehow I got to get out of my natural mind. Right? And the only way to do that is prayer. That's the only way. I have to go into prayer. And I have to just worship him. Worship him and love on him and connect with him. And you know when that happens. You know when all of a sudden I just connected with the Father. I connected with the Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I connect with the Father. And and now the Holy Ghost can come and he can take my prayer. He can start praying through me. I'm no longer praying out of my mind. Because like I said before, I can pray only what I see. I pray what I feel. I pray what I want to be. But the Holy Spirit is the one that knows the mind of God. He's the one that knows what's happening and knows what's going on. He's the one that knows the stronghold over that nation. I don't know. I can think. But that's not going to do me any good. So I got to get in that prayer and get in the spirit of God and let the spirit of God start praying. Because remember, Romans 8, 26, right? Where it says, I don't know what I ought to pray, but the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Ghost will come and he will pray through me with groanings that I don't even I can't, there's no words for it. And, and so I have to go, I have to do that. I have to. Because there's no English for what, what he wants to pray. And so whenever he's taking me, I remember one time we were at conference and there was several of us standing in a circle and we were praying for the nations. Praying for the nations. And, and we're praying just, you know how we do, we get, you know, and all of a sudden, everyone, I believe everyone's prayer changed. And I was going, you know, that's how I was praying. And I was like, what the world? He's going to send me to Africa. <laughs> you know? Because that's what it sounded like. That humbagayasha, you know? But that was the Spirit of God. And, and, and then sometimes you can go and, and you're praying in the Spirit and it's just wonderful and all of a sudden you say, I'm serious. I am serious. Praying for the Chinese. Y'all didn't recognize that as Chinese? That's exactly what it. Not only will we pray for those who are right here with us, not only will we pray for our family and our friends and our city and our state and the nation of America who needs so much prayer, but he takes us to the nations of the world and he prays what he wants to pray over those nations. How the world can I know what's going on in some of those nations? Some of them I've never even heard of. But he knows them. They're on his map, just like Cross at Arkansas is on his map. Hallelujah. And he wants them set free. 
He wants them set free. And when I was studying this yesterday, I said, we can pray, and I can. I, there is nothing I like any more than spiritual warfare. I love it. I love it. When you connect with God and he takes you into warfare, because sometimes he doesn't take me into warfare, but sometimes he does. And when he does, I love that. When you go and you pull that stronghold down and you feel, you know, you feel like you're, man, I'm a conqueror. I just conquered that spirit. (laughs) I like it. I really like it. But what do I do when I get up? That's just what you said. We got to put feet to our prayer. How do I act when I get up? Because I can pray all day long. But what do I do then? What do I do next? It doesn't, it doesn't give God much of a testimony if I pray all day long and then I get up and I won't obey him. I wonder what I've been doing. It should go on into my feet. Put feet to my prayer. And if I'm going to pray, then I need to get up and I need to act different. And, then I, and whenever he says, go and speak to so-and-so. Or he gives me a vision about somebody, fix, you know, fixing to kill themselves. That is wisdom when you know, don't go right now. Wait, there's timing. Just because God shows me something or calls me something does not mean I go into every single door that's open. I have to hear him. I have to hear God on which door to go through today. Which door am I going to go through tomorrow? I have to hear him. The only way to do that is to connect with him in prayer. Prayer. Whenever I connect with him, just like Jesus did in in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it all talks about how he pulled himself away early for prayer. He prayed all night long or all those kinds of things. But then whenever he got up and he went about his day, he did exactly what the Father told him to do. Touch that one, heal that one, raise that one from the dead. You know, that's what he did. And so he put feet to his prayer, which is what he said he wanted us to do. Live like Jesus. So I have to put feet to the prayer. I have to get up then from the prayer and start doing whatever he's telling me to do. No matter what it is. If it's don't eat that. Don't smoke that. (laughs) Don't watch that. Go speak to them. Go see Monda. That's That's what I have to do then. I have to get up and start doing that. When he starts preparing us to go to the nations, we have to, we have to actually prepare to go to the nations. I have to, start, I have to get up and start acting in faith. That, I'm gonna, that this is what I'm going to do. This is where I'm going. This is how it's going to be. And, we're, and the whole time we're praying, and we're praying for Africa now. In the name of Jesus. We're, our people are going to Africa, and so we're praying for Africa now. Right now. And then while our people are there it's going to be concentrated prayer. We're going to really be praying because we want to cover everything, everybody in prayer. The prayer is, is one of the most important things. But if I don't act different when I get up from that prayer, then I don't know, you know, I need to connect with Jesus.
Because we can pray all day long in our mind. We really can. I have done it. I remember when I first started coming to the prayer, and, and Pastor Eileen um, at one point, she said, that was almost it. <laughs> we're praying and praying and praying and uh, praying. And, and she said, you, you were almost, I almost heard real. It took a lot for me to get out of my mind. I'm talking about a lot. But once you get out of your mind, there's something different. There's a difference that comes then. And, and then it's like, whoo, I got to get out of my mind again. You know? And then, and then God starts taking us to that place where we can stay there. Yes. We can stay in that place where I'm connected to yes. him. Where I connect with him. He says in Deuteronomy, let's look at Deuteronomy 30. Because at Sunday school, we got to look at some scripture. I did this last week. We didn't look at no scripture. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Let's start at 15. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, See, I have set before thee this day life and good, death and evil. In that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear but shall be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them. See, if I don't stay connected to him, it's real quick that that right there can happen. I have to stay connected to him. If I don't, the next thing you know, I'm serving my flesh. I'm doing what my flesh wants to do again. I'm not in the spirit anymore. But he said, I put before you life and death. And then he had to tell us to choose life. Hmm. That ought to tell us we need him real bad when he has to tell us to choose life. He says, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land whither thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Amen. It's not just me. It's me and my kids and my spiritual kids and all those that I come in contact with. Amen. So it's not just about me. He never intended for any of it to be about me. Never. God is a God of multiplication. And he wants to save me so that I can save many. Right? Amen. He wants to set me free so that he can use me to set many free. Amen. Not just me. Not just me and my, my four and no more. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life, and the length of thy days, 
that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, to give them. That right there to me, when I read that, it was like, that's the vision. That right there is the vision of Freedom Ministries. To love the Lord, my God. To cleave unto him. To know that he is my life. To obey his every command, everything he tells me to do, to obey it. That's, that is the vision of Freedom Ministries. That's how we're going to live in 100% victory, 100% of the time, over 100% of the enemy, over any situation that comes my way. That right there, to know that I love him because he is my life and that I cleave to him. I can't do anything without him. I have to have him. I, I can't go to the nations without him. If I do, it's not gonna, I'm not going to accomplish anything. I'm probably going to get hurt. <laughs> you know, there's something. The enemy does not want me in the spirit realm in an, anywhere. Whether I'm here or there, he does not want me in the spirit. And so that's why he fights it so much because he knows if he can get us in the spirit realm, his time is up, up. Because God knows what's going on and he knows what enemy is over whatever area we're in. Whatever we're praying for, if it's us or if it's another nation, God knows what's going on. And so the spirit wants to hook up. You want to say something? Yes, I, I just I remembered getting up a couple of days ago and turning on the Today Show, and Great Britain had voted, had the, the people had voted mm-hmm. on, a, on a particular matter, and I thought, oh, my Jesus, that's why we pray for the nations of the world, because of the effect that that has yes. on us yes. right there. Yeah. The effect that that had on my 401k, my <laughs> retirement, that's why. So, yes, it's vital that we pray for nations yes. because God knows what's going on. I'm thinking Great Britain, they're like Canada. Nothing ever happens to them. No, <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. So, anyway. Yes. Okay. I have a question. Yes. I'd just like to ask you, um, so what do we do with the mind? Because we all have one, so we got to know what to do with it. Which one you? Uh, this, is what, this is what come to me that we do with the mind. Renew it. Yes. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Be ye not conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind. So uh, the more we renew our mind with the word, then the spirit, uh, it all comes into unity. So he draws on that word that's in us, and we start um, praying that out. And the spirit with the authority of the Holy Ghost praying it through us. All those prayers are going to get answered. So, yes, we can't just say we don't have a mind. We do. We renew it with the Word of God. Amen. Amen. That's exactly what we do because we've said so many times that when I got saved, my mind did not get saved. My mind is still in the world. It's still, well, it's an enemy of God. It's not going to submit to the ways of God. So I have to wash it clean. Brother Timmy, I have to wash it with renewing it with that word, okay? Thank you. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I got a testimony about the mind. One of the new souls that just started coming to Freedom 3 told me, told me um, yesterday, he said, 
I've only been coming a few days, but I feel smarter already. He said, he Amen. said, I don't think like I used to. Amen. He said, and I noticed, <laughs> he said, the cuss words aren't near as frequent. He said, I'm getting better. And then I was able to tell him, uh, you know, he's just real. He, he hasn't been to church in 20 years. And he said he was driving by and he was drawn to come in. And then when, when he came in, he said he never felt so much love and accepted. He felt rejected from the whole city mm-hmm. because of his past. So anyway, he, he said, this is, I, I don't understand it, but I like it. He said, uh, I feel smarter already. My mind, I don't think like I used to. And um, he said, I don't act like I used to. And, and he said, I can, I can make clear sentences and statements, and I can think clearly just in the past few days. From Amen. So that vision will t- change our mind. Amen. We have to. He says it in, in Romans 12. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to the world. So that's why if I stay in my mind, I am conformed to the world. I think like the world, I act like the world, I do by the world, right? So I do have to renew my mind. He says, but be transformed. See, if I renew my mind, I can be transformed. I can be transformed into the image of God. But I have to get this word in here, Elder. I just follow up. Yes. Yes. Yes, because pastors always taught us that what I feed is what's going to grow. And so if I feed my mind by staying in it or feed it the world, feed it the news, feed it the secular TV, sec- you know, I just that's what I'm feeding, my flesh, my mind, then that's what's going to be big. But if I will feed the spirit, and in feeding the spirit, I, f- I feed my spirit the word of God. I feed my spirit the presence of God. And so when I'm doing that and I'm, I'm feeding myself on the word, it's renewing my mind, it's cleaning my mind, it's washing all that, wa- that world out. And the next thing you know, whenever I am succumbed by a situation, the, instead of the world coming out, it's time for Andy to go. <laughs> the, then the, the spirit of God will come forth. In me, and I, and a, and a scripture will come to me, instead of oh no, what am I going to do? A scripture will come to me, and I will know what to do by that word that God rose up in me that was already in me. That's what David said: "I hide your word in my heart, that I might not sin against you." And so that's renewing our mind. And on that note, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for showing us how to renew our mind because like Pastor said, we all have one. We have to do something with it. And so we renew our mind. And as we do that, God, we start connecting with you. And I thank you that you set us free in that, God, that you show us what's going on on the inside of us. And then as we're praying, God, you show us what's going on on the inside of Susie or Johnny or Joey. And then as we connect with you, God, you show us what's going on in Africa, what's going on in Honduras, what's going on in Costa Rica, what's going on in Haiti, God. You show us what's going on and we can pray and we can pull it down because we are not in our mind any longer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the vision of Freedom Ministries. Thank you for making us 100% victorious over 100% of the enemy. 
thank you for it in Jesus' name. And I thank you for taking this church to the nations of this world. Thank you that we can pray over the nations of this world, God. And I thank you, Lord, that you will set nations and captives free. You said in Jeremiah that this day I have set you over the nations to pull down, to root out, to destroy, and to plant and to build. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for it, God. In Jesus' name, amen.